It's the end of the month, and that means it's time for our regular conversation with Chris Lajeski from Montezuma Audubon Center. It's located in the town of Savannah in Wayne County and is truly one of the region's natural treasures. Today on The Debrief, we discuss the latest migrations taking place there, talk about the Sandhill Crane in our species spotlight, and also the 25% increase in visitorship to the center this year as the coronavirus pandemic changes travel patterns across the board. Summer months and early fall season has been uh, great uh, at the Audubon Center up on Route 89 in Savannah. We've welcomed about 25% more people to the Audubon Center this year versus past years. I think that's a, a testament to the fact that people are eager to seek out outdoor recreation activities that are safe to do, enjoyable, and we provide both of those at the Montezuma Audubon Center. Uh, so our tours have been popular, both paddling that we were doing back in the summer and now our driving birding tours. If folks drive their own vehicles following our Audubon van around to the birding hotspots where we're enjoying about three dozen species of waterfowl, bald eagles numbers are increasing and Santo crane numbers are increasing as well. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the waterfowl migration. Obviously that is happening now. Um, walk mm-hmm. us through what that looks like and and what you guys are seeing out there as far as that goes. Ducks, geese, and swans are all on the move right now. This is pretty much the peak. This late October, early November season is the time to come out to the Montezuma Wetlands Complex and experience this Birds have left their breeding grounds up in the boreal forest of Canada or Arctic tundra of Canada and Alaska and are slowly working their way to their wintering grounds, which could be these largest finger lakes that we have here, Cayuga, Seneca, Canandaigua, because they don't freeze over completely. But the majority of these birds are going to go at least to the mid-Atlantic states, the Delaware Bay, Chesapeake Bay area. Some may go as far as south as the southeast United States and Gulf Coast. Birds make stops during their journey, just like when we take a long trip somewhere, chances are really good that we're going to be making stops for for food, water, shelter, and rest. Birds need the same thing. And so this Montezuma Wetlands Complex, which is 50,000 acres and a variety of habitats, provides that critical stopover for birds. Uh, So we're seeing um, uh, swan numbers increase. The trumpeter swans are increasing now. Tundra swans will be increasing very soon. Gadwall, American Widgeon, Pintail, Green Wing, Blue Wing Teal, just a variety of duck species can be found now in, in other waterfowl. A great place to see that all is along the National Wildlife Refuge Wildlife Drive, which is right on here, Route 80, uh, excuse me, 5 and 20 in Seneca Falls here. Uh, there, the Refuge Visitor Center remains closed. But that wildlife drive remains open through the month of November. So a lot of birds are pouring into that huge expanse of marsh. It is not hunted. So that's one of the few places where birds can go and find solace, rest, uh, feed, boost their energy to continue their impressive journey south. It's a safe space and they know it. Yeah. Uh, What does the window look like? How how long does this last for? Obviously, it's happening now. We're in late Mm -hmm. October. How long into November does this sort of sweet spot for Mm -hmm. uh, seeing these different species sort of last into? It's pretty much the entire month of November. 
Yeah. So a lot of time for folks to come out uh, to experience this on their own. We'll be offering many guided tours of the Montezuma Wetlands Complex and this impressive waterfowl migration out of the Audubon Center right on through this month. Uh, folks can go to our website, montezuma.audubon.org, and click on programs and events for our latest schedule. And um you know, come on up to the Audubon Center as well. If uh, I know a lot of folks have been to the refuge down here in Seneca Falls and they haven't ventured up north about 10 minutes or so to the Audubon Center, Route 89 Savannah, where we sit on about uh, 200 acres of New York State DEC property. And we're the gateway to another 9,000 acres of DEC property up there. So uh, if you haven't had a chance to explore yet this entire wetlands complex uh, now is a perfect time to come visit. You mentioned the Sandhill Crane. That is our uh, species spotlight of the month. So talk to us mm-hmm. a little bit about that. This is a large uh, water bird. It's typically about three feet tall, has a six-foot wingspan. This time of year, it's mostly gray plumage overall, except for this unique red patch on the forehead. That's not plumage, feathers. It's actually red skin that is unique Uh, characteristic for this species. Uh, They're coming through right now uh, throughout the Finger Lakes region, really, but the Montezuma Wetlands Complex is a great place to see them. We're seeing numbers of about 50 to 60 right now. And as we go through the next month here, we're going to see larger flocks coming through, more like 150. And I would not be surprised if our largest flocks number 200. which is going to be the largest that we have ever seen people as long as uh, the people the staff have been working at the audubon center and the refuge we've never seen flocks like that because they're still rebounding the population is still rebounding after uh, generations of over harvesting and habitat loss which caused their populations to decline so Incredible numbers of breeding uh, sandhill cranes out in the mid-Atlantic states, Midwest states, as well as up in the central portions of the U.S. and Canada. There just isn't enough room for all those birds to breed together successfully, so their range is expanding out here to New York State. We actually have six pairs of sandhill cranes now breeding across the Montezuma Wetlands Complex, but many more stop during this late fall migration. Very cool. Uh, volunteers, you need them. I, like I'm sure you always do need them. Yeah. Uh, how can folks get involved and what are some of the things that uh, volunteers would be doing this time of year, mid-fall, late-fall, uh, heading into winter? We have a unique opportunity for people to come out and walk the trails of the Montezuma Wetlands Complex. There are about 30 miles of trails on the federal land at the refuge, uh, the state land up in the DEC areas of Savannah, um, and the town of Montezuma also has about five miles of trails uh, just outside of, of the refuge property. Uh, we're working on what's called a story map. Story map is this fairly new app uh, that anyone can access on their smartphone or tablet or, or online, even on their computer, and learn more in depth about an area. It's a great way to tell stories virtually. So we're asking folks to come on out to the Audubon Center this coming Friday, October 30th at 10 o'clock in the morning. We're going to offer a training for this this uh, this app. Folks, all they need is their smartphone or their tablet. We'll explain how to download it, how to use it. We'll designate volunteers to go to particular areas to walk 
to enjoy the foliage, the birds, the wildlife that we have right now over the next couple of weeks. And that's going to help us tell the story of Montezuma. So a lot of opportunities here at the refuge, the DEC areas. And if, if folks are interested, we're asking them to contact us at the Audubon Center, either email Montezuma at Audubon.org, or they can call us 315-365-3588 for details on this volunteer event. And it is spooky season, as the kids like to say right <laughs> now. And uh, Halloween, that means there must be something coming up uh, at the center, obviously, this weekend. What do we got? Happy Halloween is is coming up this coming Saturday on Halloween, Saturday, October 31st, 10 o'clock in the morning. However, we are not welcoming guests in the Audubon Center for this event, as we typically do. We normally have 100 to 120 people for one of our most popular events of the year. We're going virtual this year because of COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, so this is an opportunity for families to learn about resident owl species that we have, the great horned owl, barred owl, and eastern screech owl, but also some of the migrants that come through this time of year and spend the winter with us, such as snowy owl, short-eared owl, long-eared owl, and northern saw-wet owl. So very interactive, engaging, fun, uh, educational program offered by our wonderful uh, environmental educator, Alyssa Johnson. And we're also going to welcome Jean Soprano, who is an owl rehabilitator. And she's going to offer uh, videos of her owls. And she's going to explain the unique characteristics of owls, how she rehabs them, and what she needs to do in order to release them back out into the wild. Opportunities for, for families from all over the region to enjoy this virtual event. They can go to our website, montezuma.automon.org, click on programs and events, and they'll see a link to register for this event. It's just $5 a person, $15 a family. Enjoy Happy Halloween from the comfort of your own home this Saturday, Halloween. At home, right on the couch. It's going to be cold, so you won't have to be outside for any amount of time. <laughs> what could possibly be better than that? Uh, another program coming up, uh, David A. Matthews, director of the Upstate Freshwater Institute, speaking uh, locally. Talk to us about that. That's pretty exciting because it's going to be an interesting topic. The Onondaga Lake Conservation Corps, which is an Audubon program that I, I manage in addition to the Audubon Center, is welcoming uh, Mr. Matthews to the Museum of Science and Technology over in Syracuse, New York, on Saturday, November 7th at 9 a.m. for an interesting look at a lot of our upstate New York lakes, in particular through the lens of harmful algal blooms, what causes those algal blooms, and why Onondaga Lake which used to be the most polluted lake in the country, but no longer, seems to be immune from this issue that is impacting, negatively impacting so many of our lakes in upstate New York. It's impacting recreational opportunities. The health, of course, of the ecosystem is impacted. Uh, water resources are threatened because of these harmful algal blooms. So, uh, Mr. Matthews has, has studied Onondaga Lake and many of our lakes for about two decades and is going to give folks a really interesting insight into the lakes, how they function, and how people are impacting our lakes. Uh, so again, in a couple weeks here, November 7th, 9 o'clock, uh, at the Museum of Science and Technology, 
this is an in-person event. Very limited seating is available inside. So we've already got about 25% capacity of what we can bring in uh, for this event. So there is some time for folks to still register. Again, they can go to our website, montezuma.autobahn.org to register. All right, Chris, appreciate the time as always. Good talking to you. Always a pleasure. Thanks. The Debrief Podcast is a production of FingerLakesOne.com Digital Media. It's hosted daily by members of the FL1 News team and was created by Josh Durso and Gabriel Petrazio. If you enjoy the program, here's what you can do to support us. Visit Patreon.com slash FL1 and become a monthly subscriber. Those dollars go directly to ensuring programs like this can continue well into the future. Subscribe and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a review. Those help us find new listeners and continue growing our audience. If you want to check out past episodes or listen to any episode on demand, we're everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're even on Spotify, so listen and follow us there to get the latest episodes as they're uploaded. We also host a weekly live-streamed edition of the show. You can check that out on the FingerLakes1.com YouTube channel. The entire FingerLakes1.com team, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.